Welcome to the Beauty Inspires Beauty Podcast, where I've made it my mission to help beauty professionals, creative and independent entrepreneurs like you find the tools, inspiration, and motivation to unlock the abundant life you know you are meant to be living. Each week, you can expect epic guests and solo episodes sharing every tool, trick, and skill set I've learned on my own 20-year journey to grow and scale your life and business. I'm your host, Jessica Bergio, former salon owner turned beauty business mentor and crazy multi-passionate entrepreneur, here to share incredible stories and insight about how others got started and the unconventional path they took to get there. My goal is to inspire you to reach your business and life goals with confidence to achieve your dream life through creating non-negotiables and boundaries without sacrificing your personal well-being and relationships. I know firsthand how real burnout can be. So if you're ready to stop the overwhelm and get clear and focused, you're in the right place, babe. Let's jump right in. Welcome back to the Beauty Inspires Beauty Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Bergio. Today, I'm super excited. I have a guest with me that we met through another mutual friend of mine. You guys have heard me talk about Jillian Murphy on here a few times. Jillian connects uh, a lot of different women through this coffee chat that she has. So I met Becca on there. Becca, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I'm super excited. Okay, so you are a personal and business finance coach for female entrepreneurs. So pretty much every single person that listens to this uh, podcast. (laughs) And you began a new way to work towards multiple financial goals after a popular financial program threw you into super obsessive money habits. I got to hear about this because I kind of can relate to that. We'll have to dive into that. And then clearly you realize there had to be a better way for women to take control of their money and still involve their emotions. After walking yourself out of $90,000 in debt, you began to coach other women to go after their financial dreams with a healthier, positive, and empowering money mindset. Yes, please. <laughs> I'm here for all that. And so are every single person in my industry because we actually, I think, and I make kind of a blanket statement when I say this, but at least from my generation in this industry, we were taught how to make money. Mm-hmm. We're hustlers. We can pull shit out of our ass. We'll work our yes. fingers to the bone, but we weren't always taught what to do with our money how to budget, and really how to pay attention and make our money work for us. So um, walk us through how you got into this coaching space and why you felt the need to like not only help yourself, but then get so passionate about helping other people. Yeah. Well, so six, almost six years ago now, my husband and I got married and I brought $90,000 in debt to the game. (laughs) He brought zero. So good for him. Um, (laughs) But like we found out we were pregnant with our first child and I was like, oh my God, we cannot, like, this is going to be debilitating for us to the point where we're not going to be able to do anything at all because we're paying all of these monthly payments in debts. And so, you know, the one program you hear about all the time is so easily accessible. We, I don't know if I should say it or not, but we just like, we jumped into it head first and went all in. And so we saved our thousand dollar emergency fund and we started paying off all of our debts and literally every penny we made went to paying debts, every single penny. I was a North Carolina public school teacher. So you can imagine if you don't know what they make, they make nothing. (laughs) Um, and my husband was an entry level at a local grocery store chain here, which also was like nothing. So we were working really hard to pay off all these debts. But what happened was every time we threw all of our money towards debt, Murphy's law, right? Something else would happen. And we'd load that credit card back down because we didn't have savings to pay for that because we're throwing everything at debt. And so 
finally I became really obsessive over money, like to the point where my husband came home from work one day, he'd worked 14 hours and I met him at the door and was like, did you seriously spend a dollar at work today on a drink? And his face, I will never, ever forget his face. He was like, yes, I did. I forgot my drink at home. Like, this is crazy. I'm allowed to spend a dollar. And I had to immediately reevaluate, like, are we, are we really going to fight over a dollar or am I going to heal all of these obsessive and horrible mindsets that I have over money and start working together towards our financial goals. So we started getting out of debt and saving and taking our children on like vacations and going out to eat and stuff. These are things we hadn't done at all since we'd been married. And my friends started asking me, you know, like, well, you're doing more things. What are you doing now? And so I started coaching them in a a healthier financial way to do things like go after two dreams at once, two or more. And then like they started telling their friends and their friends started asking me questions and it just evolved into like a legit business. (laughs) And then I started attracting women who were in business because I love business. I've always, always wanted to work for myself And I started helping them with their business finances, but you don't have business finances without personal finances. So I just teach them how it's intertwined and how if you can get a hold of your personal numbers, then your business numbers are so easy compared to that. Um, So that's like a super fast forwarded (laughs) version of how it happened. I couldn't agree more with the personal also tying into the business because I feel a lot of times that they are all in one when you run your own single person business, which a lot of hairdressers are responsible. Like the account is the same, right? So personal stuff gets spent out of this business stuff all gets put into this from your merchant account or whatever, however you collect money. And it's just one big pile, you know, like our giant purse was just full of shit. Yep. That's how they run their bank accounts. And I did that shit for years because I started off as an employee. So Mm -hmm. paycheck went in, money went out. It was like, that was that. I didn't pay attention to what I spent my money on. Cause I wasn't in the bracket to like write stuff off yet. And right. it wasn't until five or six years later, when I went independent as a booth renter that I realized I had to separate the two personal stuff was over here. Account for that business over here. Account for that. How do I pay myself? How much can I take? Where do you save for taxes? Like that was nothing that I was taught. And so I had to self teach myself all of that. And I was in a shit ton of debt because I didn't know how to not overspend. I didn't know how to save and pay off debt. So my God, if I had had someone helping and coaching me in the early years, what I could have done and probably what I would have now, if I had been more savvy with my money. But here's the thing. You can't even beat yourself up about that because where are we taught these things? We're not. Where are we taught? We're not. We're not taught in school. Most, most parents in the world are just doing what their parents did. Right. And so unless you stop and you learn, and then you can go out and teach other people, it's not going to change. I agree. I agree. I mean, what age should this start? I feel like it should start when people get their first like dollar for the tooth that they lose. You know, (laughs) like I try to have conversations with my son. Someone taught me this really good trick the other day. My, one of my clients actually, I think told me this. I told him I left my kid. He was at a sleepaway camp for a week. And I was like, they, they tell you to put money in the account for them to buy stuff from the store. And I was like, well, what does he need? He has everything you're feeding him. Right. So I thought, Oh, I'm going to be overly generous. I'll give him a hundred bucks. He can buy a shirt and something, whatever. By Wednesday, I dropped him off Sunday afternoon, Wednesday morning, the kid calls and says he's out of money. And I was like, Oh, I fucked up. I did something wrong. (laughs) 
I didn't, I didn't like, he knows simple math and like subtraction addition. I should have said, this is how much you get a day and don't spend more than that a day. And, but you can spend it on whatever you want. My client one up me and my client said, whenever I do that, I'll put the hundred dollars in and I say, whatever you don't spend, you get to keep. Oh, that's brilliant. And I thought, I don't know if it would work on my son that well, because he likes, he's only nine. He likes stuff still like, he likes he's still, like a forward thinking. Like, I think it's also a trick when you provide a decent life for your kids and they kind of have everything that they need and want, yeah. you know, money doesn't have the same value as it did for some of us that didn't grow up with money. Right. Like, so I think starting early on having the conversations with your kids around what money is good for and, and, and just teaching them not the scarcity mindset of things like, oh, we can't afford that, or we don't have money for that, or, you know, mommy's money doesn't grow on trees. Money can grow on trees if you want it to, like, I can pull it in my ass, but what you do with the money is more important than, you know, having tons of it, because you've proven that point. You two had jobs that weren't bringing a ton of income in, but you still somehow figured it out, so for people who are listening to this being like, oh, fuck, that's me, (laughs) kind of me, or that was me, or that's still me, like, what is it that people can can come to you for and, and get clarity on or get help on? Well, first, it doesn't matter if you're coming to me for business or personal. We're always going to start with your personal because I think it's important for you to know what you have. Um, and it is the best place. To, okay, so here's, let me just, this analogy just popped into my head that I tell all my clients. So nobody likes the B word. Everybody hates the B word. Nobody likes the word budget. I don't even like the word budget, right? It has a negative connotation. Budget equals restriction. Mm -hmm. Budget equals depriving yourself, right? But if you can reframe your brain to think budget equals a plan, I don't know an entrepreneur who does not like a plan. I like a good plan better than anybody. And so when you involve money in a plan, you are exponentially likelier, likelier to more likely (laughs) to actually reach your financial dreams. Because what that budget does, the plan, it actually keeps you on track to your financial goals. That is literally all it does. It tells you when you've reached the boundaries. And so like, if you can think of it like a bowling alley and you put the bumpers up for kids, it keeps the ball rolling in forward motion, which is where you want it to go. A budget is just the plan that keeps you in forward motion and lets you know when you're getting a little bit off track and when you need to reel it back in. So we're always going to start there because most of the people that I talk to, most of the women that I talk to just don't know their numbers. They don't know where to find them. It's overwhelming because they've never had to do it before. So if they can have someone holding their hand and say, this is what we're going to look for. And here's where we're going to look for it. um, It just helps them know that they're not dumb, that they're not idiots for not knowing this, that they just don't know. And now we're going to teach you. And now you can go teach your kids or your clients or whoever. And having awareness around where your money's at, how to save for things that you do really want in your life is such a powerful thing to give to somebody. So you are giving people like confidence and clarity and just like so much groundedness in I have clients that I teach all the time in my industry that think they have to work five, six days a week in order to make X, Y, Z. And I'm like, why do you think you need to make that amount of money? And they're like, they've come up with a number. Yep. I'm going to make 150 grand a year. So I must have to work seven days a week in order to make that. And I'm like, let's create a plan and reverse engineer. How many days do you want to work? How many hours do you want to work? How many days a week do you want to work? Okay. Well then this is what you need to charge. And this is how many clients you need to see. 
oh my God, I only need to do four clients four days a week. Yeah. I had, right. You know? And and so maybe if there was extra coming in, then they were just spending it or they weren't being um, aware of it. I didn't know my numbers for years. And I think a lot of people in my industry don't know their numbers. Um, I had my first experience the other day with a girl I sat down with. She was only 27 years old and she pulled out this little like savings calculator that she had created. And she was like, this is what I want to save $20,000 by the end of blah, blah, blah. And I found this little calculator. It tells you how much to save each week. And I was like, I go, yeah, okay. And then we'll start, we'll break. Cause I do similar coaching with my, my current clients in, in, in the hair world. And I said, well, we'll, we'll figure out your personal numbers and your hard numbers. She goes, I know all my numbers. And I was like, I've never had someone be so confident in, in that. I go, well, I guess you don't need to be talking. She goes, well, I want to like have a plan of having this much in the bank, having this much saved about being able to buy a house in this amount of time. And I'm like, without a plan, you will never know when you're going to get there. But if no, you but right now in two years, I want to have this much saved, you'll know how much today you need to put away. Right. It's just like weight loss. Money is just like weight loss and fitness goals. If you say you want to lose 25 pounds and you don't change any, like you don't have a, a nutrition plan or a workout plan, are, you're never going to lose 25 pounds. It's the same thing. If you want to, if you want to save $25,000, how are you going to do that? And what's your deadline? If you don't give yourself a deadline, it's hardly ever going to happen. Mm, that is so true. And it's so powerful to like finish something that you start or come close to hitting that goal. Let's say your goal was 25,000, but you saved 21. Like, oh my God, how incredible, right? Like, you, you, you would have realized why you didn't quite hit 25, but you also could be super proud of yourself because you saved 21. Like there's, there's, and that's the thing about being not as rigid with weight loss goals or finance goals. Like you do need to make them fit your lifestyle and it's not a one size fits all. And it sounds like that's kind of what you tailor your plans for people to what they need and what they're comfortable with. Yeah. So I, I mean, I have clients who come and their goals are all over the board, right? Some of them are desperately wanting to get out of debt. Some of them have a, a large savings and they're working towards buying, like upgrading their house or, you know, buying a car or whatever. Some of them just want to open up a business debt free. I mean, their goals are so different, but the way that we get to them is all the same. You have to make a plan, but the plan cannot be like a cookie cutter that I have copied and pasted from somebody else because those people's plan, like their visions are different for their lives. Their numbers are different the way that they want to spend. So I give, oh, I don't give them. I give my clients permission to spend money. Like you are allowed to spend money Mm -hmm. um, because if you don't have money to spend, you're going to stay way over here. So I picture a, a pendulum. And when I was in this like crazy money mindset of unhealthy, We would hang out over here all the time, never spending a penny. I can't spend any money if I spend money that I'm failing at this goal that I've set for myself. And I'd have a really crappy day or a good day, like it depended. And I would want to go shopping. And so we'd swing way over here the other side where I would just blow money. And immediately the guilt and the shame and the disgust for myself would kick in and I'd swing all the way back over to restriction again. And I lived that way for years. Mm -hmm. It's exhausting and it is not a sustainable way to live for anybody. So all of my clients are allowed to give themselves spending money, miscellaneous money. I don't care what you spend it on. I don't care. (laughs) It doesn't matter. But the thing is, you have to know what your goal is. You have to have a very clear vision for yourself so that we can start working towards that goal because otherwise we don't really know what we're shooting for. 
totally. And the more, I mean, starting, like, even when you said starting a business without being in debt, like, I was so thankful that I had started to save in a 401k that allowed for me to pull out a big chunk when I opened my salon. Um, but again, like that, and, and, and since I've sold it a couple of years later, like to be able to put that money back in that account, to be able to like have money set aside for spending money and to not feel bad when I drop a couple hundred bucks here because it's budgeted in. And it's, it's such a powerful thing because a lot of people have food noise. A lot of people have money noise. Like we, we have this underlying thing where, yeah, guilt requires punishment and punishment was to put yourself back on the other end of that pendulum and sit there and suffer. Had you been allowed to go to Target and spend 50 bucks a week, you would have been probably a lot more fulfilled than going and dropping 300, 400 on a bunch of shit you probably didn't even really need it for versus, you know, I'm going to save because we have a vacation in a couple of weeks. Like if I see a cute bathing suit this week, I'm going to be able to buy it because I have a, like, it's a plan. And there's so much more fulfillment in spending money on things that matter to you. At least for me, the older I get, like stuff isn't what gets me excited anymore. Watching my bank account grow gets me excited. Planning for the that compound interest gets yeah. me really excited. <laughs> Planning for what I can spend that large chunk of money on, knowing that I have money sitting in the bank for if an opportunity comes up that I can invest in, yeah. having liquid money to be able to make choices or if something does happen and you have to write a check for a couple thousand dollars, it's not going to take you out. You know, having to live on credit cards is like probably the worst feeling ever. And I sat in that shit for the early part of my career yeah. because I made enough to where I felt like I had a lot but I didn't have enough to try to do the things I was doing. I bought a house that was too much for me. I bought cars I didn't need and couldn't afford. Like, I think I was making $90,000 a year, but I lived like I was making 300. And right. it was because I came from that, you know, place where they were giving everybody loans. I bought a house that was just, it was ridiculous. Um, but nobody taught me what to do with the money. It was like, well, they said you can afford it. So go for it. And I was like, you know, where was the education behind that? For me, unfortunately, I didn't have it growing up either. So for those of you listening that feel like, oh my God, I need a little help with this. Budgeting is not my thing. Budget is permission. And I love that you're giving us the freedom to plan and save. What do you have for people if they want to jump into learning a little bit more about this? So I actually have something that's really simple and I walk you through this as if you were my one-on-one -on -one client. So as if you're sitting in front of me and I'm telling you exactly what step to take next, it's called personal build a budget. And it is, there are seven videos that I walk you through step-by-step how to find your numbers, what numbers you're actually going to find. And then I have the spreadsheets and everything done for you. All you have to do is plug and play. You find the number that I tell you to find, you put it in the spreadsheet and the spreadsheet does the work for you. So if you can just follow easy steps and if you can just stick with me through the parts that feel like Oh, I'm going to die. I don't want to go look at those numbers. <laughs> like, If you can just get through that, this is going to be your, a huge step forward for you. Just a huge step forward. Just to know your numbers. I can promise you it's not as bad as you think it is. And let me just tell you as the overshare bossy Jess that I am, if what she just said triggers you and you feel like it's going to be overwhelming and scary, you have to do this for yourself. I promise you the second I dove into my numbers and I really figured out my hard numbers and what needed to go here and what needed to go there, it made it so much easier. And like learning about money and knowing what we pay in taxes, like it already needs to go. I don't even count that as my money. Like it is just what it is, um, has made my life so much simpler, putting things on quarterlies, having an accountant, like all of that has freed up so much money noise that I had because 
yeah, we come into cash in this business. We come into bigger chunks of money if we do weddings or if we have a crazy busy day. Like there's not too many industries where you can go make a thousand dollars to $1,500 in a day. And it's like being financially responsible is like your duty in order to set yourself up to win and to give yourself an out in this industry, because at some point you're going to want to retire. At some point you need to start thinking about your future. And so you're never too late to start. Susie Orman always says, but the younger you are and the more, you know, focused you are on that goal, whatever those goals are, someone like Becca can help you get super clear on how to make it easy and simple. And if you say spreadsheets, usually I run, but she said she could just plug the numbers in. So it sounds like doable for us crazy creatives who are not super like organized in this boat. So I'm really excited to dive in. I'm going to have to get this because I, I, I too think I could, you know, share this and teach this with, with my people too. So if you're a coach or if you're someone who wants to add budgeting into your business, like grab this course, it sounds like done for you and super easy. But if you feel like you need to dig in a little bit more, maybe you do have chunks of debt that are that are eating you alive and you want more one-on-one -on -one support and coaching, I think um, getting with someone like Becca is going to help you feel the stress relief melt away because when you have a plan, you get confidence, you get clarity, all those things, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. And the other thing is the, the reason why you're not going to feel icky with me is I was literally there. It's not like I'm coming, I'm talking to you from on top of a mountain. I'm like maybe a couple years ahead of you. I remember very vividly what it feels like to be there. And there's zero judgment for me, zero judgment. There's no shame, no guilt. You cannot sustain a financial plan with shame and guilt. You just can't. No. And as women, my ultimate goal is, yes, I want to teach you how to budget and how to walk yourself to your financial goals. But what I really want is for you to feel confident and capable of handling your own money without anybody telling you what to do with it. And I want you to feel confident that you know how much money you get to keep and what you're going to do with it. And more than anything, I just want women to feel confident speaking about money. Men have been the ones holding the conversations forever about money. They've been telling us the best way to use it, the best way to, I don't know, whatever, retire with your money. But what I know is when women have money, we do really good things with our money. We, we change, we, our goal is not to die filthy rich. Like what's the point in that? I want money to help other people, to be able to give generously and change the world in different ways. And I know that that's what most other women want also. So, um, yeah, I just went off on a total tangent. I love it. <laughs> Reach. That's the thing. And it's like when you can make your goals and your finances about more than just you too, that's when it's really powerful. And you can, you can connect in an emotion to that where, you know, like if someone even in your current circle needs help, like to be able to write that check to them without blinking an eye, like how powerful is that? And like Becca said, like coming from a place of knowing that you can do better with your finances and owning that, you know, like I'm only where I'm at because I fucking sat down and owned it a couple years ago when just a couple years ago, when I decided I wanted to be a business owner, I have a client who's a financial advisor. And she said, in order for you to do this successfully, like not only do you need a solid business plan, but we need to go through all of your numbers. And that shit was tough. It was tough. And I am forever grateful for doing it because I don't, I don't question anything in my finances now. I don't have to wonder or worry. I know exactly how much I need to make to sustain what I want to do. And all of that, it's so much easier and it's not scary anymore. So that's it doesn't it doesn't feel like you're chasing money anymore. What it feels like is money is always coming in and you know exactly what to do with it. 
And in a lot of cases, once you figure that out, the money does its job for you. You don't have to even be worrying about it anymore. And that's the, that's the place that I want women to get to, to a place where their money is actually working for them instead of the other way around. Cause that's not a fun place to be. Can we get an amen? Oh my God. Okay. So if this is piquing your curiosity, if you have more questions, please reach out to Becca. She's on Instagram. Um, all of that will be in the show notes for you guys, but what is your Instagram that people can just like tap in now if they don't even have two seconds to go to the show notes? It's at Becca Gonzalez co. Perfect. Okay. That will be in the show notes, but you guys send her a message, ask her questions. I'm sure the link in your bio has the course in there that people can just grab. It's super affordable under a hundred dollars. I'm going to get it. I'm going to share it with everybody that I know, because if we all just create more financial awareness, that just means we're going to rise to the top all together as a collective and just make a bigger impact. So Becca, thanks for being on the show. It was so nice to have you. Thank you. This was so fun. Okay. If you guys love this podcast, please share it with a friend who you know could use a little help in this department. Um, And we're sending you so much love. We'll see you guys on the next one.